last week in the NBA. Dame, step back three. Oh, paint it! Shot and game are just about sync for the tie! LeBron ties it at 105! We are going to go overtime three straight games for the first time since 1991. He isn't even moving from yeah, the free throw line, so this is serious. I don't think you'll see much of him the rest of this game. everyone and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past week in the NBA. I am your co-host Mowgli and sitting next to me as always, the man, the myth, the Mal. Welcome back everybody, welcome Mowgli. What up Mal, how was your Valentine's Day fool? Uh, I'm a beat up, bruised, bandage, uh, our listeners can't see but... You're, you're all out of love, huh? I'm all out of love, I'm so lost without you. <laughs> Air supply right there, huh? It's one of my favorite bands. Yeah. But now, I hope, like, uh, our listeners, maybe you too, but I watched a couple of games on Valentine's Day. There was nothing else for me to really do. And uh, we're going to get into and talk about some of those games. Exactly. And let's talk about the most important game that just happened yesterday. The Los Angeles Lakers at the Denver Nuggets. The Lakers fall to the Nuggets, 122-105. to But the main story here is Anthony Davis. Uh-oh. He got injured, and everyone was really concerned because it was looking like the Achilles. No! God, please, no! 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 He's going to be out at least two to three weeks. <sighs> Sigh of relief. Right? Sigh of relief, yes? No, it really is. It Crisis really is. Averted. It is. And the funny thing is, every time we start to record, the NBA breaks some news. They're not taking any chances, bro. And, and honestly... They shouldn't. That's what I was going to regular season. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. You know, I, I was scared, though, weren't you? When you saw it, you're like, no, it can't. I, I, so I saw the highlights. I saw the replay. And then when he was grabbing it, and then when he was walking and he hit the free throws, I was like, that reminds me of Kobe. But it wasn't as agonizing. He was still able to walk off on his own. He didn't have anyone to help him, albeit it was still very gingerly. Yeah, you know, and we were talking about this off the air. I was saying two, three weeks at least keep AD off. You know, there is no point right now to lose him because – if you lose him now, we're going to lose him when we need him more importantly during the playoffs. You know, the other members now have to show up. I think they will. I think a lot of responsibility is going to fall on the shoulders of Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, and my goodness, God help Marcus All. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to he's going to struggle a little bit. I I don't know. I don't know though. I I think they'll be able to they're going to be able to keep the ship afloat. I know we're Lakers fans, but regardless of the team, regardless if this was Milwaukee, Portland, Golden State, no one wants to see an elite player get injured. I'm a fan of the game. I love seeing the best talent out there. So Yeah, come on. If you're a real fan of any team, you want to see that great battle. You know, you're just like, that's the reason why you play sports, the competitiveness, you yeah. know? This reminds me, these these games, they have impressive home streak that they just had, right? It was a seven-game seven, stretch? Yeah. So, yes, they won all seven games. Very close games against Oklahoma City. LeBron was just, back, whoa, right? dude, three-pointers, defense. But the thing is, he's playing a lot of minutes, and this reminds me of Kobe's season when he tore his Achilles because he was redlining it that whole time. He was just trying to get the Lakers into the playoffs. The Lakers are currently not in that situation, but I'm just, I haven't seen an elite player, or at least the last elite player that I saw 
play at this level was Kobe. Kobe. So now that I'm seeing it again in LeBron, I just have these flashbacks. You're hoping precaution. Yeah, it You're just worried. it just yeah it concerns me. It's like wow, like he's really putting a lot of effort really early on to the season. And I, but to, for me, I don't know if it's just me or if you guys see it as well. I really think he's redlining for himself. You know, with all this talk of MVP-ness and everything, and is LeBron the great? He has his next ring. Is he going to be able to be a repeat again? Would he be able to do it, a three-peat coming up? You know, and like you said, if he keeps redlining himself, might not be able to happen. But LeBron is still known as one of the athletes who takes care of himself. Yeah, that I mean, that is the one thing that I would probably feel a little relieved on is because he is such a professional and he just he knows his body more than we do. It just Kobe was on that same mindset mm-hmm. too and sometimes, you know, yeah, you age know. catches up to you. Father time's undefeated, so it's just like, man, clenching my butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with the Lakers losing to the Nuggets, beating the Jazz, do the who do the Lakers need to be worried about? The biggest threat to the Lakers in the Western Conference if you're just talking about between the Utah Jazz and the Nuggets, I'd probably go with probably go with the Jazz. I think Mike Conley is the biggest X factor now because he didn't really play that well last season, and now they're he's kind of established in there. They got a nice little rhythm, and the beef between Mitchell and uh, Gobert is kind of squashed. Yeah, maybe they have something to prove. Quinn Snyder, he's a really good defensive coach. Used to be a, a, a assistant coach with the Lakers, and with Denver, I think Denver. They already played them. They they played him what in six games? Was it yeah, it was six games, right? The, yeah. the Western Conference Finals last year. So they know who they are. They lost pieces and they're lower in the the rankings than last season. Than that season. I think they have the overall better player. I think Jokic is the best player on both of those teams. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, Jokic is yeah, way yeah, better than Mitchell. I'll I'm give sorry, you, I'll I'm give sorry. You. Not way better, but I would I would fit I would I'd pick Jokic over Donovan Mitchell or I'm Rudy Gobert. And uh yeah, that's what I would do. Be more worried about the Utah Jazz, though. Okay, okay. Not bad, not bad. Not bad, not bad, not <laughs> bad. Okay, next, Damian Lillard. This guy does it again. Do it again. Wow. Hulu does more than sports. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dame does more than game winners. I like it. Right? But but why wouldn't you just do game winners, though? That shit is hard. That shit is dope. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what I was known for in the league, hell yeah, that'd be a sick-ass, like, uh, what you known for. Right? Yeah. Well, well, one thing I found that was funny is that uh, well, not even funny. I just never knew that uh, Lillard leads the league this season with 65 points in clutch time. That's no surprise to me. I've been seeing it for a couple years now. We saw it when he came into the league, dude. And this brings up a cool conversation. Let's have this debate right now. Where do you rank Damian Lillard as far as modern era clutch players? He is right behind Kobe on this. I feel so. I honestly put him in his own. I think Kobe was the last generation. Oh, no, no, I am. I, I'm saying, like, he's the successor. Like, I feel like he, and especially he embodies that personality. Yeah. Like, we were talking a couple of episodes before when he did it again. It's just like, yo, fuck it. I'm going to keep playing. I'm going to make it, or I'm not going to make it, you know, but no, you're not going to stop me from trying. No, but when you look at his highlights, and I'm just, like, thinking about them, just, it's like a Rolodex in my mind right now. You got the game winner against Houston. You got the game winner against OKC. You got all these game winners the in the regular season. You have the game winner last week against the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, like this dude, he has a lot of really clutch shots, and it's, it's, really, it's really sick watching him play. It's very nice. Yeah, no, no, it, it is really sick. Um, MVP status right now, you know, he, put, he puts in work. He's doing it. Uh, I got to give a shout-out, though, to my boy Carmelo. You know, showing up some classic vintage during the 76ers game. 
I, I watched it. I actually watched that fourth quarter, and it was pure vintage Carmelo Anthony for me. I and was just like, this is how. Post. Just, yeah, doing his thing. It, I did get Kobe, Kobe-esque a little bit, you know? Like, I saw it in him. He's like, this is my quarter. You know, like, you know, when you see it in a player, you got that confidence he was going. Shout out to him. I wish he had more. Well, I hope he has more games like that. I, I hope Carmelo keeps doing well, you know? I, I really feel for Carmelo. But, yeah, shout-out to him. Dame, the Portland Trailblazers, getting that win. Beat the Mavs. Yeah, they're fifth it's- seed right now. So, speaking of the Mavs, Luca, he's really upset. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Luca, Oh, my goodness. Like, he's killing it fantasy-wise. And, you know, that that's the main thing that I care about right now. Like, <laughs> as much as I like Luca, like, yeah, they're not winning. They're 10th right now. They're 13 and 15. I don't know what it is. Or I know what it is. It's the defense. It's mm-hmm. just it's, – it's always been the defense. They can score. They can get buckets and – well, even right here, I'm looking at it right now at uh, Luca's stats right now. He's averaging over 36 points. He had his career high, 46 against New Orleans, yeah. nine assists, eight rebounds, 43% three point shooting. You can't really academic, can't knock dude. that, you know? And even KP uh, averaging 24 right now, 46%. You know, he's getting there. Like you said, he's always a little injured. He has to shake off all that rust. But honestly, I don't feel your boys are going to be doing anything closer to the end. Every time this happens, it's kind of like a media curse. When they're donning him MVP, all the expectations are super, super high, and right now he isn't living up to them. It's either his leadership skills, his defensive effort. I think that's what it starts with because he is the leader of that team. He needs to get in more shape, and if he really wants to compete, he has to set the tone defensively. That's what Luka needs to do. That's the only way they're going to get better. They're going to have to get in there, lead by example. Defense wins championships. Gets a lot of these comparisons to James Harden. Right now, those James Harden comparisons on the defensive end are, as well as the offensive, you know. But, yeah, is he going to be the next James Harden or no? Mm. Is it too early to say this? I think it is, but But, the way it's trending, the way it's trending, it's looking that way. But is that a bad thing, though? See, because James Harden is is freaking, you're going to go somewhere with him. Yeah, you're going to go top out of the second round in the playoffs, even the Western Finals. That's not what you want. You want to win. He, he He's a valuable piece. He's a valuable piece, and they just got to figure out. They have to figure something out. <laughs> well, they got half a season more, more than half a season to get that. But to be honest, I don't. it's going to be a battle, I believe. Okay, moving on. Boston. Boston. Wow, this was my actually preseason pick to come out of the Eastern Conference Finals. <clears throat> it's not looking too good right now. I think COVID kind of messed with them and just the rotation, the lineups. They have lost five of the last six games. What's going on? I do not. Back-to-back losses against the Pistons and the Wizards. Are you kidding me? I don't know. Like you said, injuries, but what is that? what's happening with your boy too? Jason Tatum, what is he shooting right now? He's shooting low. Same with Walker. I, I don't know. Like you Kemba said. Walker, you don't think he's back? He's not here yet. Still coming off that. Who else are we waiting for? Marcus Smart to come back. But again, this this team has been resilient the last couple of seasons. And Are they getting tired of Brad Stevens' methods? Do you think Brad Stevens is going to be on the hot seat? I don't know. I don't think he's going to be on the hot seat right now. I think Brad Stevens is a really good coach. I think it just has to do with the injuries and them trying to figure out how to play together now that they've blossomed, kind of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have blossomed, and then Kemba still, ah, my knee, is it good, is it not? And he's a little bit older than them, so is he on the right timeline? Solid vet, though. Could he be on the trading block? You heard those rumors? I was just making that. I was just making that <laughs> oh, up right you're now. making up rumors. Yeah. Look at all these rumors. 
for the Celtics, yeah. I honestly, I'm not, I'm not seeing it right now. Again, I, I have a lot. I don't think they're gonna get rid of Brad, uh, Brad Stevens, even if they go shitty in this year, which I doubt it. I still believe they're gonna finish within top six right now. L- hopefully, looking the way it is, they should. It's the East. Okay, that's but, enough Boston talk. Yeah, right. I gotta give shout out to my fucking Pistons though. Pistons. <laughs> Let's talk about the Pistons right now. Then it's a fire sale. Everything must go. Breaking news: Blake Griffin is reportedly sitting out because they're thinking about trading him somewhere or buying him out. What is your thought? Well, I know what you want to happen. He needs to go back to the Clippers. Uh, Have you been seeing that? Yeah, have been seeing all the rumblings. It'd be like a big three, kind of maybe. Um, it's Dwight's redemption story. That's what he needs to do. I'm telling you. No, you know what glows, this is. You know what this what? is. This is like him going. This is like Amari Stoudemire going to New York. Blake How so? Griffin. Blake Griffin, because like he, um, maybe not New York. Maybe him going to Miami. Okay, I can see that a little bit more. But at the same time, it's like I feel this is it for Blake Griffin. Where he goes next, he needs to. The reason, the reason I say Amari Sotomayor is because both of them were super athletic. They were both very, very, like, physical early on in their careers, and then injuries kind of took a toll on them. So yeah. that's why I'm saying, like, I'm comparing Griffin's stage in his career to Amari's stage in his career. I could see why you could say New York, because at least Amari still had a little bit in the tank left when he went to New York. Uh, so whatever Amari did yeah, after New York. he came up York, with expectations. Whatever Amari Sotomayor did after New York. I think it was Miami, wasn't it? I don't think. I can't even remember, but I don't think Blake Griffin, no matter where he go, he's going to have as much expectations to, well, that's to be why, met. That's why know? I think the Clippers would be a good team for him because if they can get rid of Lou Williams, maybe get a more defensive-minded piece or a playmaker, and then you have Blake Griffin, he can start, but maybe he's more of the leader of the second unit. I could see that. So that way like you're getting rid of Lou Williams, but you're adding – Blake Griffin and maybe someone you can pick up, uh, like I don't know who, like, like a, a secondary ball handler. I don't know. Okay. Well, I just wanted to give a shout out to the Pistons because we were talking shit about them in the last time, and uh, you know they did it again to us. They beat the Nets, beat the Celtics. Yeah, you should beat the Pelicans, but <laughs> <laughs> cold blooded. And that's the only little shout out I'm gonna give to the Pistons this this. Season for they right earned now. it. They, they earned, earned it, right? it. They earned it this past week. They did it. Another nice reunion. Derek Rose to the New York Knicks. Woo! He's reunited with Tom Thibodeau, and he's also once again returning to the New York Knicks because remember he got traded there. So yeah, cool. I feel good for him. I hope you know again show out. I love that Thibodeau shows love. Uh, I saw that he's been on every team. With Derrick Rose, you know, and that just shows mad love and loyalty. You know, he still has it for him. He's like, I bet you he sees what we see. You know, the, the there's still energy there. It just He still understands the fundamentals, and he can still play the Tom Thibodeau philosophy. Derrick Rose understands that, and he thrived under that. So it's like they're always going to kind of be uh, respecting. Link. Yeah, linked. Linked together. I like that. Yeah, cool. Uh, what else are we going to talk about? Kyrie Irving. No, I want to hear <laughs> your take about, about Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets. Tell me more. Harden is the point guard? Is so, this, uh, so what's going on? Kyrie Irving has told the media yep. that he is giving point guard responsibilities. He's handing him over to James Harden. Yeah. Okay. And such a Kyrie move, ain't it? And I know you're hating it. I see your face of disgust right now. I wish the audience could, could <laughs> see it. What do I know? I'm in a garage 
talking about <laughs> basketball. This guy's a professional. He knows way more than me. I'm going to take his word for it, dude. Well, I'll do it, but I was just taying like, the ballsiness to me. At, at the same time, it's like, it feels, I, I don't know what the word for it. it. It's not entitled, not this new kind of entitlement, but it's like, did you even have to say this to the reporters? Like, what good does this, what what good come really comes from you saying this? I feel like it was something you didn't have well, to well, say. To rebuttal that a little bit, maybe when they see the way they play now, they're all like, yo, Kyrie, why don't you have the ball anymore? Oh, here's what I did. I gave James Harden the point guard responsibilities. So maybe something like that. But that's the only thing I can think of. I don't think of it that way. I think he should just like, Kyrie, just be quiet, all right? We know you're going to be the third man on this team, okay? It's KD, Harden, Harden. then you, okay? That's all. I just had like a little bit of anger. You know, I just didn't like how that went out. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Shout out to my Nets for losing. (laughs) The Los Angeles Clippers are going to be without Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Patrick Beverly. Kawhi is still out with a lower leg injury. Uh Uh Uh-oh, this is a little dangerous too. Everyone seems like. Has taken some time off. It's a of rough injuries. schedule, bro. Come on, like we we know this, and uh, I feel for these players. You're playing what back to backs, three, four games a week. Like that has to take a toll on your body, and it is. It's showing. But these players too are known for load managing, having injuries. I don't. Shout out to the Clippers staying afloat. But really, I feel they're going to need these two guys back to full supreme. Like we were talking about earlier, they're going to need to add one or two more extra players. I don't really see them killing the one spot. I don't see them maybe tying the Lakers for one. But again, still top three for me. Yeah, they are currently the third seed in the West. So injuries are just part of the game right now. They're taking them as they can. Everyone's bracing for the storm. It's just like, yo, there's a storm coming, Mr. Wayne. There's a storm coming. Mr. Silver, and you, you have no idea what you're expecting. So and that's what they're going to do. <laughs> Moving on to the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks. They are not the number one seed. They are the number two. Number two. What is happening down there? What the buck is happening there? Oh, no, she didn't. Whoa. <laughs> so funny. No, I just want to put a quip in this. You know, Giannis being the boy of the NBA. It's like, no, nah, you guys are still losing. You're getting there, but... Honestly, I feel that their schedule coming up is very, very favorable. They should get two wins against Toronto. Again, this is only the beginning, but I say you don't want to keep this mindset at the beginning. You know, we're like halfway now. Look at the record: sixteen and eleven. Twenty-seven, thirty. Damn, you're right, fool. I can't do math. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then I definitely don't want to keep this mindset going into the All Star break. You know, I want to keep. I want to go on wins. So I think this next upcoming week for them, Oklahoma Kings. Yeah. One more thing before we wrap. Let's look at the standing, shall we? All right. Let's start off with the West or the East. I say East. We always go with the worst. Okay. Uh, <laughs> number one, Philadelphia Seventy Sixers, eighteen and nine. Wow, look at that. Solid. Number two, like we mentioned. Milwaukee Bucks, 16 and 11. My bandwagon team at number three, Brooklyn, 16 and 12. Indiana is four. Boston is still fifth seed, sitting at 500, 13 and 13. Charlotte, Surprise. look at them. Yeah, that's New York, me. they're right there. And <laughs> Toronto? Out, yes, Toronto is your A seed. Milwaukee, 11. I mean, not Milwaukee, Miami, Miami, 11 and 15. 
No one saw this kind of happening. Playing the Clippers without Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Patrick Beverly, they should win that game. Listen to me. You know why they're not doing so good right now? It's those ugly jerseys. I told you. Oh they're just God, too nasty. No, they're too no. nasty to look this. at. It just, Get off this. They know, the players know, that the jerseys are gross looking, so when you don't look good, hate you don't tour. play good. Hater. You are a hater. Not, Get out of here, you GQ basketball player. They're, all just right? not, they're just not appealing. I like it. Okay, Western Conference. Number one, Utah Jazz for back-to-back weeks. My. They are number one. They are 22-5. and five. Very, very impressive. Impressive. Most impressive. An and we're still not really talking about them, are we? <laughs> we talk about them. Right. We said that the biggest threat to the Lakers when you compare them to the Nuggets. But, yeah, that's it. Lakers, yeah. number two. <laughs> Number three is the Clippers, 20-8, and eight, four. Look at that, Phoenix. Phoenix is still doing stuff without Devin Booker, Chris Paul really, really like going off. I was telling you off the air, I want to see more from them. I still feel it's an iffy, uh, it's an iffy team. Number five, Portland. Number six, San Antonio. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Spurs? Nice to see in the playoff picture. Number seven, Denver. Number eight, Golden State. Okay, one more thing, actually, before we wrap up. Did you catch the UFC fight this weekend no you're gonna have to tell me all about Kamar- it Kamaru Usman versus Gilbert Burns that was a pretty sick uh, matchup right there they were former teammates Usman was kind of getting a lot of flack he was the current welterweight champion Burns was kind of credited as being this more elite striker that wasn't the case though Gilbert Burns did crack Kamaru Usman he dropped him and that was like the first time he's been dropped in his career but he Kamaru dude this motherfucker he built different or something yeah, yeah like this reminds me he earned a lot of respect this weekend because a lot of people were not picking him. They were upset. They had a sour taste in their mouth of that Jorge Masvidal, the previous fight. And he came up. He stood and banged. It was Kamaru Usman's jab, a solid jab, probably one of the best jabs you've seen. And that's a credit to Trevor Whitman, dude. That dude, Trevor Whitman, he trains Justin Gaethje and Rose Namajunas and, like, all these other dudes. Like, that's where Kamaru Usman went to go train. And I was just like, whoa, he helped you with your jab, your stand-up. It looks solid. And that's how he took out Burns. Not bad. How many rounds, you say? Was it, it just finished a- in the third, like Ooh. less than a minute into the third round. Uh, so Burns won the first one. Kamaro came back. He won the second, and then he finished him really early in the third. This weekend, we got Curtis Blades versus Derek Lewis. This is like a heavyweight title eliminator, like a contender eliminator. So it would be really sick to watch. Well, call it now so next week I could either laugh at you or be amazed by your, your I think, predictions I think again. Um, Curtis Blades gets this. I All right. Think. You guys heard this first. Mowgli, yeah. Curtis Blades. Yeah, 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 that's it. Put your bets down, guys, on Fandle. Razor Blades. <laughs> and use the code Mowgli10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Um questions comments anything like that feel free to email us at malvinmogli at gmail.com subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast if you follow us on apple rate us five stars please and one more thing follow us on social media will you at malv underscore n underscore mogli see you next week thank you